This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Marvel. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie, Microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata. I'm your gracious host, and alongside me, Mr. Justin Waddell. How are you doing, Justin? I'm pretty good. How are you doing? Very well. This is a uh, very special episode of the movie, Microscope, because there's going to be a lot of people listening to this that have no right listening to it, because they're going to see Captain Marvel. Right. You know, it's a, it's a big movie. It's captured the zeitgeist. Everybody's excited about it. Most everyone's going to see it. They're going to come here for insight. You're going to be gravely disappointed. Then the the worst of them are going to venture out into other episodes of the show and wonder why the fuck they bothered. So you think you think this is going to bring a new set of no, listeners? No, it's this not going to bring any new listeners. Okay, because listeners implies that they stay mm-hmm. and and support the show. But you think somehow they're going to they're going to hone in on this one? They're going to. Dabble in our in, in the movie microscope. That's why because we're, we're going to promote this, and they're going to escape, and the world's better without them anyway. Yeah, well, we are. I mean, it's an exciting time to be listening to the movie microscope. This is the first new movie we've done. Well, I mean, it's it's not only is it new, mm-hmm. we're seeing it before the pop. We saw yeah. it. We saw it before the populace. It comes out Friday. We saw it Monday. Yeah. So okay, yeah. So if you're not familiar with the movie microscope, and why the hell would you be? That sound you hear. A little inside baseball. That's that's this why uh, this is recorded at Brownwall Studios, and so when you hear that liquid sound, that means uh, <laughs> shit piss or soapy water is rushing through the walls of my house. The big pipe that we're seeing. There's a there's a big pipe mm-hmm. that runs through the room, and you know, so we have an audience. Most times we're here. There was again a little. Little trickle. Mm-hmm. So, uh, movie microscope is a, is a program where we, we we take a feature and we zoom in. Mm-hmm. We we don't focus necessarily on the grand moments, but rather kind of get get inside, get inside, and and uh, really kind of pick pick the neat little nuggets, both good or bad, that 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 help make or break a film. Right. So you think about a movie like The Osterman Weekend, right? You're not going to focus on all the sequences uh, where they learn uh, the peg game at Poe Folks. Um, it's a little bit more uh, about those finer bits, the, the, the things that really stick to your fucking cranium. Stick to your ribs. 
Yeah, I guess that's... It's even better. Because you, food doesn't stick to your cranium? <laughs> it could maybe do both. Yeah. Probably a little bit better. Actually, probably bad in both cases. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that's what we do. And so far, we haven't done it yet. We haven't. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could, Justin, mm-hmm. give us the rundown on the principles of uh, one... Oh, goodness. Captain Marvel... The seminal Marvel feature arriving this week in theaters. Is it seminal already? I didn't mean to spoil them. Well, what, first of That's all... That's the first of many spoilers you guys are about to get. What do you think, by the way, its prospects are? It's supposed to do pretty well, right? I mean, this is... I mean, yeah. They teased, This is a movie that was teased at the end of Infinity... I mean, frankly, it's about sorry, time... Avengers Infinity War. It's about time a white person got their own Marvel show. About time. Um, and Marvel, everything they do is pretty much a hit. Even the last Ant-Man movie did pretty well, right? Yep. And that might be their weakest film, I think. Yep. Do you think it is? I do. Worse than... Do you like Thor 2 better than Ant-Man 2? Absolutely. They have a problem with 2 sometimes. Um, all right, so... So the, do I. That's just what, fiber, baby. Brown wall. Uh, so you got Brie... So you want me to talk about the actresses and actors in this movie? You Brie Larson. start with that and, and the filmmakers. And then I want you to talk about the people that did all the effects. Every single oh one God. of them. Oh, IMDb, please don't be wrong. Brie Larson. Oh. From such films as Room and... Oh, my God. She's uh she's 21 great. Jump Street. Oh, kills it in that. And the, you mentioned a movie right before. Short Term 12. Short Term 12, yep. She played somebody's younger sister in a movie. Some sort of a big movie. Oh, like she was the, in uh, Scott Pilgrim. No, she was, was I know you're talking was about. Uh, Homewreck, uh, the Amy Schumer movie, or... Yes, the, the the big one, the one that yeah, the they, good, that's a great movie. The good one, Trainwreck. Uh-huh. What I call it, Homewreck. Yeah. yeah, same thing. Uh, you got Sam Jackson reprising his role of Nick Agent Nick Fury in this. Uh, ben Mendelsohn. Yep. As the antagonist, star of many films. You got Jude Law in here. Oh. And that Benning shows up. Okay. Don't forget about. I don't know how to say. Jim and Hansu. Jim and Hansu and. Lee Pace. Lee Pace. Who are playing their characters from? Guardians of the Galaxy and Guardians of the Galaxy, respectively. Yes. Um, you got Clark Gregg coming back. Bringing everything home. And then an actress named Lashana Lynch, who plays her best, uh, yeah. Brie Larson's best friend in this movie. A I think that's good. A I think character I, Marvel fans will know. I think I did a good job. I think I got everybody, that every major player at least. There's a little girl in the movie as well. Oh, Gemma Chan. You liked her, the sniper. I mean, I mean. Anyway, did I like her? You liked her. I I was I had a little. I know you said she was good. Um, there was uh, uh, um, some, there's some surprise post credits people. The uh, Gin Blossoms, the band, they huh? show up in it. They have an yeah. extended cameo. Yeah. Um, Star of Rogue, the, uh, the alligator, is in it. Uh, uh, Jeff Probst. He, really? He has a very, really, you just saw it with me. He has yeah. a big, big role in this. I didn't know who that was. I know, he's under a lot of makeup. Yeah, yeah. He was dressed as Bear Grylls. Mm-hmm. Yes, and... Um, uh, Which would have been a good name for a superhero. T-Pain was in here. Oh, my God. And, he, and he, where he goes, Timbaland ain't sure... Too yeah, far behind. Right. And you had uh, the Duchess of York was in it. Is there? Yeah. Anyway, most of those people. <laughs> Who directed were it? 
Uh, the uh, I think a husband and a wife team directed it. Isn't that what I said? I think they are married. Anna Bowden and Ryan Fleck. I think they did Half Nelson and did they do Little Miss Sunshine too? Is that right? I don't. I don't. I don't. I, I think don't they think, are. I don't I th- think they did. Little and they Miss helped. Write, they wrote the screenplay as well. So it's it's there's there were a lot of people credited with the story. Well, so but they wrote the screenplay, but they, there were a lot of people that came helped them come up with the story. And one of those people is Nicole Perlman who. Wrote the original draft of Galaxy or Guardians of the Galaxy. Neat, isn't it? I feel like I'm already losing the new audience. Um, uh, they're gone. They didn't do ha- Little Miss Sunshine. They did do Mississippi Grind with Ben Mendelsohn and, and Green Lantern. Yeah, and Ben, and that's a good movie. Have yeah, you, have you seen that? Yeah, but the shitty gambler. Um, and they, I guess. Well, hold on. So, like, she's credited for directing that. Let's see what he's credited for directing. Because I thought that they did. Half Nelson too. Well, they each did half. Oh, it, do- it doesn't. Matter. It does matter. I'm gonna let me keep flipping. So, new listeners, so I'm um, sorry, I, I will tell it. you why he's doing that is we're not going to talk about uh, how how little she smiles in the film. Oh god, she smiles a lot in this she film. Smiles that's, her asshole off. That's so everybody's mad. What what was the? That's the pull quote, by the way. I'm, I'm going to throw to Rotten Tomatoes. She smiles her asshole off. So I guess the trolls, like the 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 asshole dudes, are were mad in the trailer that she wasn't smiling enough. Is that what they were saying or something? Yeah. Okay. So um, first of all, that's a stupid thing to notice, and second of all, she does smile in this movie. Yep. Um, she does a lot of different emotions in this movie. Including yeah. uh, punch. She does punch. Is that an emotion? <laughs> she does the punch emotion very well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She. Um, I'm listening. What's the other emotion? I don't know. Oh. Crashing into Blockbuster. Is uh, that an emotion? Yeah. All right. So this is uh, the latest in the in the series of Marvel movies. Yep. <laughs> He's zoomed in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. So I feel like we're giving too much away already. Yeah. Did you say you did say spoiler? Yeah, spoiler. Filthy with spoilers. Yes. There's not a lot to spoil. I feel like I already did spoil the big the big reveals that Brie Larson's starring in this. Yeah. Yeah. Are um, you a fan of her work? I do like her in movies. I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. I think she's been good in everything I've seen her in. Now I've not seen everything she's done though. Um. Did you did you see her once or do you spank to it like a lot? room yeah <laughs> so uh i did just see it once and actually my opinion of that movie is i don't like it that much i don't think it's that Hot good take. yeah man i think that the <laughs> i like the first half <laughs> when she's kidnapped yeah I, i'm not gonna argue with you <laughs> but i think that's a better part of that movie yeah. more trembling knocks it out of the ass though he i know well he's he he's crushed it he has room and then and, and the new predator yeah yeah, and then they just recast him as Batman. He's the new Batman. Is he Jacob Tremblay? You heard it here first. Oh, he's gonna be so good. That's one thing. That, okay, so we were, we were talking about this beforehand. The trailers haven't really given away, haven't talked about the story at all. They haven't really alluded to what's going on. You just see kind of images of her past when she was a pilot. There's you know her in the space with the powers. Uh, you see some her punching an old woman on a bus. Yep. It really hasn't talked too much about who these characters are outside of her or who even she is. Yeah. Um, I thought that was a very, and I know this has been brought up before. Um, they, 
you know, the, the, the original teaser trailer for this had her punching that old woman on the train, I guess. Um, and then when they did the extended sequence, they gave more information, but she still was punching an old woman. Like yeah. they, how do you think? Do you think that's a good way to sell this one? Absolutely do. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. I thought it was a strange way. That is that is uh, safe, naughty humor. Yeah. So you think about the – the this is a fastball down the middle of the plate. Um, they're going for the wide audience. That is uh, – Punching that, that punch a wide physical audience? humor that everybody can identify with. How is that physical humor? She's punching an old woman. It's but, confusing. But when you see that – Knowing what the story is, you know that there's a joke involved. Let's say you're a kid, though. You know you want to see Captain Marvel. You're excited, and then she's punching an old. Are woman you kidding? If you're a kid, you're gonna. Yeah, everybody's gonna respond to that. Yeah. A grown-up's gonna say, "Oh, there's there's some interesting, cynical little twist. There's gonna be something going on here. I'm I'm on board." Kid sees it just on the visceral of seeing an old lady being punched. Who doesn't want to fucking cold cock an elderly? You know what do you do you think? Or that, punch one. What if you're you're? Yeah, that I guess that. What if? I bet a lot of hateful people are disappointed by that second trailer when it's revealed that an earwig just fell on me from the ceiling is that good or bad <laughs> it's awesome I almost went in my drink I was about to cry like a tit earwig and the angry itch inch that was so weird so is it do you have problems with that in your house no yeah I do now I have one there's is a that, ladybug in here you seem nervous day. about it settle down I used to be scared of those cocks I love them now earwigs aren't bad they don't actually go into your ear I think it's kind of a name that could have been a, a pretty name for like a child, but instead they just decided to graft it onto an, uh, an insect, you know? Yeah, it's, it's an invertebrate of some sort. I would have liked to live in a world where earwig was just as popular as like David or something. You yeah, know? yeah. Instead, we, it's, live, it's we, live, of, yeah, just, we live in a hellish world. Yeah. So anyway, what did you uh, think of this movie? Oh, oh, was that what we do on the movie? Microsoft? I don't know. I just This is new to me. Uh, we haven't ever. We only do movies that are like twenty years old so far. Um, besides El Royale, I liked the movie. I liked it. I think it's good. It's it has funny parts. It has action. <laughs> there are costumes. <laughs> Did you say spoiler at the beginning of the podcast? <laughs> I, I'm still digesting it a little bit. I, I liked it. I, I found it missed some opportunities, and I thought I still continue to think that the uh, there were a lot of missed opportunities with the filmmaking element. Right. Nothing wrong necessarily with the performers or the production design or the special effects. I just think that it was shot rather pedestrian. You thought it felt a little flat. It was yeah. I, the photography and the, fra- the framing and the staging was a bit pedestrian, and when countered with the really elaborate, highly stylized and pre-vised action sequences, it doesn't fit together as well as you I know. Hope. These guys, the directors, like I said, they did half Nelson and they did um, uh, that other movie. I already forgot. Um, <clears throat> the rest of Nelson, uh, or the Mississippi Grind. You know they 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 come from a, a world they don't have they don't have they're they're indie movie directors right they don't have they've never been on a big budget movie like this before so I think they probably were hired because of the way they work with actors right and so they and and then you know Marvel comes in and says we'll take care of the the huge huge shit you guys just worried about performances yeah, but just like the James Bond movies there's so maybe there was a little bit of a mismatch. There. The thing I liked about the the Craig Bond films as a whole mm-hmm. is that they got filmmakers 
Right. And they let the second unit and third unit kick ass. And it, it just melded better as a product than this. So you feel like if they would have gone after maybe like a, a director that had more blockbuster experience, for example, that might have been a different movie. Yeah. Well, I, it, felt, I, it felt more... I think they may have also... They, they made a big point. I mean, this is obviously... I guess this is sort of their Wonder Woman in a way. This is their, I mean, th- this is a girl power movie. Yeah. And there's a lot of really good girl role model stuff here. There's a lot of uh, achievement and success and strong uh, character stuff. So that was all, the, that was the main order, you know, making it yeah. fit into the canon. I think it works really well, actually. I, for the most part, it does. Yeah. I just think that I was getting a little. I, w- I was seeing the f- the lack of savvy in some of the drama stuff. I just think I think yeah, and I think I like I said I think that's just there is these filmmakers that are used to working on a much smaller level, and now they're up against you know making all this cosmic stuff work. And too. about I think nearly every time I've felt this way about a movie, second third viewing, a lot of that stuff fades away. So. I feel like this movie is going to be like that. I I like this movie a lot. I think I think it's a lot of fun. It's it's certainly more fun than the trailers made it look. Um, it's kind of hiding some of the, obviously some of the, um, stuff that makes it fun. Um, Ben Mendel, Ben Mendelsohn in particular, I think was really, uh, had, you know, had a lot of fun in this movie, but, um, uh, you know, I, I think you're right. I think it's going to be one of those things that it, it'll grow on you. I, it's going to be massive, obviously. So Marvel can really do no wrong at this point. Let's talk about the plot, I guess a little bit, and we're going to zoom in. All right. So the plot t- is about Miss Carol Danvers, mm-hmm. who is a, uh, seminal pilot. Is she a seminal pilot? <laughs> well, that's that's not how it starts. It starts in the space with the Cree. If I remember correctly, let me think back. You asked me to tell you the plot of the movie. I know, is. but you have to. Okay, you're right. All right, go ahead. It's about Carol Danvers. She's a uh, a very driven, uh, against all odds, heroic woman of action who uh, awakens. Uh, uh, hidden hidden memories of, of a life uh, where she thinks she is a intergalactic uh, part of a group of uh, the uh, space team the Kree she's part of a, a space team yeah that's a technical term mm-hmm. they're a space team they're, 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 they team up in space when in reality mm-hmm. her and her superpowers are something much closer rooted to earth and much part of something bigger and greater and Jim and Hans is in it. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, I'd say that she, yeah, she's a woman who doesn't know who she is. Um, she, she has, she has no memory of her previous life. She, she woke up. I guess you know. She just has these flashes, like Nick said, of 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 what her life was like on Earth. Um, but she didn't even know it's Earth. She just has these flashes, right? And then all the C fifty three. Is that what they call it? They yeah. call her C fifty three. Um, <clears throat> uh, she gets kidnapped by the bad guys, the the the, the scrolls, scrolls, yeah, yeah, uh, the 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 shape shifting scrolls, and that kind of unlocks part of her memory. She I then, saw them live at the Roxy. Who's this? The shape shifting scrolls. I'm not even. Gonna, why would I try? To, I'm always bad at plot or describing nobody, the movie. D- nobody, everybody, everybody knows. The plot. No, but nobody knows the plot of this because it's like they hit it in the trailers. It's 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 basically Green Lantern meets Memento meets Top Gun. Keep going with Jim and Hansu <laughs> and a cat. 
<laughs> so she crash lands in and the, guard very in, guardians in 1995 yeah, on Earth and a blockbuster. And yeah, the Braves a, won the World Series. Did they win in '95? Yeah, yeah. Is the last time? Don't fucking. Do you have to? It is right. Salt wound. Yeah. Yeah. Until now. Not that long ago. We just uh, we just did a movie microscope recording of a film from 1995. Jade was 90, I thought it was 96. 95. Because I said, "See, so you're the Braves won the su- the World oh. Series," and you said, "This year I graduated college." It is. Oh yeah. I yeah I know I was there. You remember very recently. Um, so yeah, the as far as plot goes, it is pretty generic. No, no, it's not bad. I I, I like it. I, I I like the fact that. I didn't know what I was gonna, what how they were gonna. Cr- I knew from the trailers that she, I thought for some reason that maybe she was an alien inhabiting the body of a of a fighter pilot on Earth. That's what I thought. I thought it was gonna be like a Dark Phoenix type Green thing. Lantern. Yeah, or well, Green Lantern is more of like a passing the ring around to make you a hero, right? Yeah, but it? he's a pilot, hot shot. Yeah, yeah, it's like crash land alien gets in his body. Oh, learns the trade. That is kind of, but Jim she's not wearing. Shows up. She doesn't, she doesn't wear a ring in this. No. <laughs> no. She has an arm. She has a wrist thing, though. Yeah, she's she always is. doing, like, on, on, on this. Um, she's like the Predator. Yeah, she reminds me of the Predator a little bit. She's got this, like, kind of cool little thing on her wrist that she can insert crystals into. And, and, and she uses, like, a smartphone. Uh-huh. Do you like that? Do you think that's, like, a correct upgrade of thinking ahead to, like, a space technology? Like, if they're going to upgrade the, the phone... Uh, you know, we we carry around phones now. Now they're going to start to fold these phones. It's the phone. You know, we have we have smartwatches. Is it eventually just going to be like a wrist screen? It's, a, it's different than they had it in the comics, but it still works. <laughs> How do they have it in the comics? She uh, she would just put and re- remove things in, from her asshole. <laughs> so it's not that different. Um. All right, so I'm going to read you one of my notes. That I, Nick and I took notes. Oh yeah, that's in the, the movie Microscope yeah. best known for. Well, we have to in take, most circles. We have to take notes. It's um, so, so we can remind each other of stuff, lovely stuff in the movie. Like it's about the little things. My first note is Annette Benning in a space suit. Not you haven't seen that often. No, and in fact, I don't think you've ever seen it. You know, Brie Larson is walking around in a green space suit in this, and you kind of were prepared for it. You've seen the poster. You know she's going to be flying in space. I just wasn't expecting to see that Benning yeah. pulling that off. She does. Yeah. She can do anything. Not as much anymore. What do you mean? I mean, we don't see a lot of Annette Benning these days. Mind if I zoom in? Yeah. Married of Warren Beatty. You killed it. You, you dug deep. Mind if I zoom in even more? Yeah. Brother of Ned Beatty. <laughs> For real? Ward Beatty? <laughs> There's no fucking way. They're twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. I mean, you got me so fucking hard. <laughs> um, what's your first note? That's my first note. Because Annette Benning is in well, this. I, I rewrote my notes because I couldn't read them because we read I them wrote, in the dark re- theater. I, I rewrote mine too, but... I don't think I did them sequentially. Uh, my first note is uh, Radio Shack, huh? I guess she can... <laughs> Hotwire Earth shit. Oh, because she hotwires. Yeah, she instantly hotwires a device using Earth props. To call space. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a call to space. And then mysteriously the operator interrupts, which is so weird. It's a fun joke. It's an awful joke. Do you like it? I love love operator uh, interrupting call jokes. I hate it because it's one of my top. They got way too much conversation in. 
uh, before the operator showed mm -hmm. up, and th she called space. <laughs> well, maybe the operator was in space. Did you ever think of that? Yeah. Maybe it was maybe it was on the spaceship that she was calling. It wasn't an Earth operator. Well, then the joke's on me, isn't it? It is. You never th you get to think it through. Okay. Um, I thought it was funny because so whenever uh, Brie Larson's character Captain Marvel, um, she has a couple. She, her name is uh, Vers or Vires in this. Like she has a couple names. Ver yeah, because yeah, I know. Uh, I know. Don't spoil. Oh, this is a. Um, she crash lands into a blockbuster. Um, and thus opening the floodgates on way too much nostalgia. Well, everybody laughed in the theater when she did that. They, when they saw the blockbuster display, the sign, they laughed. And then later, she, you know, a few minutes later, she sees a Radio Shack sign. Somebody points her to there. And everybody laughs, too. Like, Radio yeah. Shack was like, like oh, that. But, but Radio Shack's still around. Sort of. It's. I mean, it's not as at least gone as blockbuster is. So, hey, okay, that's why I was going to Can I zoom she, in? Yeah. I spent a, an uncomfortable amount of time in Radio Shack. Why? Did you work there? When I was a kid. No, yeah. I just would always buy shit there. You I would go it? there and explore and look at all the little little trinkets and weirds and, and the little wires attached to soldered things to, you know, buttons. and. These are, would you love the, that was one of your favorite stores? I was there all the time. And I would, I would buy an uncomfortable amount of things from there. Like, I bought weird shit. I bought high dollar shit from there. Why? You just were like a Radio Shack was sort of like a an idiot's wet dream, you know. You go yeah. in there, you meet an uncomfortable looking, shut in dude, starchy shirt, bad glasses, just a fucking loser. Hang out <laughs> with them a lot, you know. Kind of hang out with those guys all the time, ask them questions, kind of look up to them. You're asking questions at Radio Shack? Oh, like what is what is this what is but this primordial it, thing do? Didn't it wasn't that one of those places you could go in and they'd still be like selling like phone parts. Yeah, they, that's yeah. what I'm saying. They'd have all these weird, yeah. like, you know, pieces of a module connected to, you know, like a thing. Do you think it's but like... But then they'll have a really shitty remote control car. Shitty... I bought so many answering machines that blew up from them. You know, shitty... They have, like, a Globia Touch and lasers come out. Now of I know why everybody's laughing when they saw the sign. Yeah. Do you think Fry's is kind of like the Radio Shack of oh, today? Yeah. Nerdy as shit. Uh, uncomfortable uh, people that have no hygiene nor communication skills. And every little piece of electronica. That's why I feel like I fit in there. Yeah. Um. So that got laughs, but I thought what was funny when she she uh, crashes in Blockbuster. And this is going to be a spoiler for everybody. Um. She picks up the right stuff, VHS cassette. Yep. Although in Movie 90, we've discussed on here in the night in nineteen ninety five where she crash lands. When did DVDs start making their way in? After that, like ninety eight, ninety nine. Had to be that had to be pretty, yeah, huge at ni around ninety nine at least okay. because the Matrix was out. You know, like that. That's what you said anyway. But behind her, because the right stuff is foreground. Yeah. Behind her, there was a row of VHS cassettes. Yep. What did you pick? I out? noticed the Hudsucker Proxy. I did not see that. And True Lies. True Lies is the poster. There's also a a, 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 a VHS tape. I saw Jumping Jack Flash. Mm-hmm. And first night, I saw first night as well. Did you blurry? It was blurry, yeah, but so it was obviously all the first night. Blurry, yeah. 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 Were uh, you excited to see first night? Was, I was. Uh, yeah. I was. Yeah. Ormond. Gear. Connery. Carrot Top. Quinn. Aiden. I think he's in it. Is he? I think so. Who does he play? 
Some fucking Irish dude. I don't know. Gives a shit. What's the? What do you think is the best Richard Gere film? Oh my god, I, he's a. I love Richard Gere, I really do. Okay. Um, so it ain't Red Corner. <laughs> saw it in the theater. <laughs> Did you really? Oh yeah. I think it. You know his most his best recent film. Yeah. Is uh, Arbitrage. Yeah, yeah. I never saw that. His. Best older think. film? God, he was so good. It's so dreamy. Not first night. He's a good looking dude. Yes. Uh can I uh, it's hard not to go with like Officer and a Gentleman. Sad movie. Uh huh. David Keith doesn't make it. But I'll probably I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think Infernal Internal Affairs. You love that movie. I do. A young Andy Garcia. Young Bill Baldwin. So here's what I would say is that the last Richard Gere film I watched, Mothman Prophecies. It's on TV. I, I got hooked in. I saw that in the theater, but I was watched it a few weeks ago on TV. Guess who's in it? I'd forgotten about that movie. Who? Laura Linney. Yep. I actually kind of liked him in Brooklyn's Finest, even though it's a kind of a dog shit movie. There's another actor in Mothman Prophecies. Oh, one of our favorites. You love him. All right. He reads Stephen King audiobooks a lot. Will Patton. Yeah, Will yeah. Patton's in there. All right, anyway, back to Captain Marvel. <laughs> we, we covered the blockbuster. Okay, do you remember, were you paying attention when you saw what her web searches were? I was. Well, I didn't. I saw that she was on Alta Vista, which made, I like to see that. That yeah. makes me happy. Yeah. But I didn't see the web searches. What, was well, she... there, was, there was a couple of things, and one of her, there was a, one of her recent searches was, who rides a Pegasus? Oh, because she was searching for the word it Pegasus. Does, I know, but it's just such a great sentence. Who rides a Pegasus? Who rides a Pegasus? So, yeah, see, one of the things that bothered me about the movie is it was digging deep into the nostalgia stuff. I don't when it worked, and it does work a few times, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the modem sound, the uh, the oh, Alta Vista the- thing. I thought when there's a part where somebody uses a CD-ROM into a computer and people just went giddy as if that still doesn't happen. Yeah. Oh, it's funny though. Yeah, and then had an alien reaction shot that I really liked. The alien reaction shot was terrific. There's a couple alien scroll reaction shots in this movie that are perfect. I think what, what bothered me a little bit about the '90s stuff in it, and uh, you know, I like it. I liked it. It's just that it was overt. The songs were pretty. You know, they weren't. They were pretty. They were bad. No, they weren't bad. They're just. They weren't deep. They weren't that deep. And then, and then she was wearing a uh, Brie Larson was wearing a nine-inch nail shirt that she stole the whole time. You know, it just that everything was kind of just well, yeah, two nineties. You know, that kind of she thing. She stole it off a of mannequin, and there's no way mannequins. They didn't. The hot topic model hadn't come into play. If you wore a concert shirt, you had to be at a concert. I mean, I, you know what they could have done is like it was 1995, right? Have a Jade poster up. You know. <laughs> yeah. Have something like that. Yeah. Have, you know, King for Day Fool for a lifetime. What? Uh, Faith and more. Um, um, you notice they played a TLC song while they were driving on a curvy road, which I thought was too soon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Too soon. Uh huh. They didn't. Uh, but I did like. I did like some of those songs, though. You didn't like any of them? No, I like some of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like. They didn't play a Nine Inch Nails song. Did you notice that she's wearing the Nine Inch Nails shirt, but they never played a Nine Inch Nails song? Cool. I think they you zoomed in. They could have. What did you think of uh, so Sam Jackson 
also the, the kind of the secondary main character in this and and uh you know certainly it turns into a buddy comedy a little bit buddy buddy uh comedy what did you think of the de-aging it's fine on it's him? fine except when it required physical activity of him i don't think i think he looked good the whole time it's awkward as shit in the physical activity i'm sure that was the cgi oh good point yeah yeah good point they took the cgi to take an older actor to make him look like a an old young actor but he didn't he wasn't like really he was doing some punch out scenes with Mendelssohn, but he wasn't in it wasn't he wasn't doing any all the action stuff was Brie pretty much yeah and Jude Law maybe a little bit more than Jackson I I thought uh I thought I really liked it I thought it, I, I don't think it was like he did it looked good it was whatever they did it was it worked I think they scanned his uh the negotiator they just scanned him from that mm-hmm. He kept saying the go- lines from the negotiator. Too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, talk, like I'm so glad you're not in prison, Mr. Spacey. <laughs> was Spacey the guy that was the ne- who? Sam Jackson was the negotiator, or no? What, I can't remember it. Who was the bad guy? Who was the good guy? Spacey was the one that was taking everybody hostage. Yeah, and Sam Jackson came in to negotiate. Yeah, or was like it the other way around? Something like that. Maybe they were both good guys. They're both good guys. When did Pulp Fiction come out? Ninety four. Mm. Is it? So there could have been a Pulp Fiction poster up. It was either ninety four. It was in the ninety four Oscars. So we're all over the place. I know. Um, Maybe we should just. I, I I'll t- there was a scene where I didn't like Brie Larson as a character. Okay, Captain Marvel herself. Okay. She ruins a jukebox just to just to show that she has superpowers. Oh, it was kind of like a punchline. She she's very powerful, and then she sometimes they use her powers as a joke, like to punctuate something. And that was one of them. And you didn't like that? No, that that, that's a small business. You know, that's a rustic small business, and she destroyed a very expensive piece of equipment to just show Sam Jackson she had powers. Well, that's the thing that bothers me a little bit is I think they missed the opportunity because she comes into a, this old bar she used to hang out and the guy, there's one guy working there Then Sam Jackson walks in and then he leaves. The guy that owns the place or at least is working there leaves. And then when she destroys the jukebox, he didn't come running out and they, they missed an opportunity. They could have, you know what the post credit scene could have been? It's just him standing by the jukebox like, what the fuck? Oh, okay. I can't or, that. this is even better, he gets a delivery in the mail from um, Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, and it's a new jukebox. Or and he then gets, he puts it in, he likes it, and she comes in the door and blasts it. I was about to say she, he gets a delivery from Captain Marvel, and it's a a plaque that says "fuck that jukebox." <laughs> it's a plaque. You know what? That maybe that was a deep cut, though. Maybe maybe Farner was involved because you had jukebox hero together. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck. It would have been cool if, like, she blasts a jukebox, and then they leave, and then it's they they cut back, and it's a scroll on the floor with a big hole through them. No, she she is a hero. She knew. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because that they had a track from they did a modern if, band. In they there. did ask if the Sam Jackson asked a scroll at one point if he uh, Ben Mendelsohn's character if he can change into an animal. Or even an, uh, I think, and I think uh, Bree's best friend asked if he could turn into a filing cabinet. And like, so can they turn it? You are more familiar with the comics. Can they turn into inanimate objects? I don't think so. Maybe 
He tried. What's the thing that Sam Jackson tries to get him to turn into pretty desperately? So you give pay him a, fifty bucks. Yeah, some kind of bird or something. I can't remember. I don't think it was a fucking bird. I think it was the Mothman. <laughs> I think he said, "Can you turn into anybody?" Yes, I can. Can you turn into Will Patton in Mothman Prophecies? Does he make it? Will Patton? He does not make it. I think he kills himself in that movie. Ah, that's a shame. No, I mean, suicide is not a solution. Um, do you remember the cat's name? I do. I think. I for some, I had it in my mind. Oh, it, because this is it's called Goose. And I knew that before I saw the film because people were talking about the cat on Twitter. Well, doesn't I guess, something call it Mr. Smittens at one point? Goose is the name of the cat. But they established that Nick Fury is a huge fan of cats before they meet Goose, and he talks about his favorite cat growing up, which Mister Mr. Smooty or something. So, so I, I, my handwriting is. I have it written down too. I'm glad we took notes on Mister Smookers. Okay, is that what it is? Is that better? No. We fucked up. What are we doing? Um, talking about Mister Smookers. What species is the cat? That's a trivia question for you. You mean what? Is it, what's the cat really? Yeah, I don't know. It starts with an F. Yep. A furling. <laughs> Close. A furlong. A furkin. A flurkin. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Mendelsohn being scared of that cat is was pretty great. Mendelsohn's yeah. the, the the definitely the crowning achievement. Well, I think home. Brie Larson is certainly. I think she's great in this, and I, I I'm glad. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but she's certainly... I just thought she was a lot of fun in this, and I liked her character. Um, but she's the... She doesn't get to have as much fun as, like, Ben Mendelsohn does, or even Sam Jackson. Um, they get to have, they get some of the jokes. Yeah. Um, she she has to constantly prove herself. Yeah. And she's always trying to remember who she is, and that's always hard to play because you got to look like, huh? Like, you have to look confused a lot. Yeah. And you have to be like searching your mind, like trying okay. to, you know, they're like, remember, try to remember whenever you're playing baseball as a six year old. And she nails it. Yeah. I mean, that's just. I like that they got one of the, one of the girls who plays her in her younger form mm-hmm. looks like a, 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 a young female Fred Ward. <laughs> Are you talking about McKenna Grace? What? Nailed it. That's the actress's name. I noticed it when uh, I was scrolling through the. Uh, there was like four different girls that played the girl. There, but there was a. I think, I think she was the one they showed a lot. There was one they showed more than. Others. There was one that looked nothing like Brie Larson, and a whole was... mess like Fred Ward. <laughs> um. Okay, I've got a, I've got a note that made me. This is one of my. This is one of my favorite mm-hmm. things. So it's not a spoiler to say that Ronan the Accuser returns. Played by Lee Pace. Does anybody even remember him? Yeah, the dance off. I know, but so Guardians of the Galaxy bad guy. Can I say that when? Look, let's just say when they use their their uh, their tele telemetry or whatever their telecommunication stuff to communicate. Their little they have the little you know like little videos of each yeah, other. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he holds his hammer while he's having he's on the phone. You like that? He's carrying his hammer. In his missives back and forth with his people. His, like, um, his, like, uh, they're, they're like, um, in Star Wars. They're like the, the, the. No, it's not like Star it's Wars. It's sort of like that, though. They, they, it looks like Leia from R2. That can, whatever they call right, it. Right, right, right. But I'm saying, like, the Star Wars, if, to me, it, that would mean they would have to have their most famous accessory with them. So what would Leia have? 
uh, taped down breasts. Did they happen in Star Wars? Yeah, they, they tape, taped her down. They have to tape them down. I didn't know this. Yeah, they have to tape Carrie's knockers down. I thought that she was braless in it. Like that's one of her big lines from Hence her. Hence the tape. Oh, because okay. they were swishing and swashing. Oh, well, anyway, that's one of her people. Jokes. People were, the film would have doubled its box office, by the way. Yeah, too bad they didn't do it because such a small film. Yeah, I didn't like. This bothered me when they get, she goes to her the, in the movie. Captain Marvel goes to this place to talk to this intelligent being, and it's like she gets hooked up to all these like blue wires, and then she goes into like this alternate reality or something. What do they call that? The Matrix. But what do they call the person she's talking to? The Supreme intelligent something? Supreme Intelligence. They have a record player in there. Remember, yeah. they're showing a record player. They play so, a real real deep cut. If it isn't if it isn't ninety five. No one's having a record player. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's going to be a CD player for sure. Yeah, but remember, it's it's 1995 minus minus six. What do you mean? Because isn't she left Earth in six years previous to when the movie takes place? No. She oh, yeah. probably she got killed. Like I guess they got when she comes back to Earth. It's 95, and then she had been gone for six years. So it's a 89? memory. It's a memory from 89. It's not. 89, I don't even think there's that. No, no. Record players. Absolutely not. There's CD players. Yeah. Or tape players. There wasn't enough CD holding in this. There was a, there was some. Okay, there, at one point, Sam Jackson's got a cat at work. What do you think of that? Had a bed for him, even. Not just a cat. I know. It's an important cat, and it has an important thing in it. Yeah. That's uh, very valuable... But still, you're not. Who's have? No one's having cat at work unless you work at like a in bodega. LA. In LA, all the movie executives have dogs in their offices. Really? Yes, it's awful. They are such glamour pet people. So, you go to like uh, when we used to go to meetings when this I was is in '95. This is in '95. That's about when I was successful. <laughs> yeah. Their assholes had their freaking dogs. So yeah, mixing a cat, it's fine. Plus he's. The head of shield. I mean, come on. Sam Jackson's love of cats in this was very, his character Nick, Nick Fury's love of cats in this was great. I thought that was a lot of fun. But then I just read that Sam Jackson is not a cat person, so he might get the Oscar, yeah, an Oscar nom next year because he acted like he loved cats. He's yeah. so talented. They overcompensated on that joke. A little I thought bit. it was good. I like that joke. He's petting that little cat. That cat was good. Orange tabbies, man. Those guys are molten gold. His name is Goose, but you know why. Yep. Well, he, Top Gun. He, he, yeah, he died in the canopy. Well, Top Gun reference. Yeah. He had sex with Meg Ryan. <laughs> uh, what do you think of Jude Law in this? He's a good-looking dude. Good-looking dude looks great in the costume. Yeah. Bored me to death. <laughs> you don't like him. I hate, and it's not really his fault. They they gave him a, a weird role. Uh-huh. Um, the uh, the training sequence at the beginning, I, I just wanted to jump. I just wanted to jump ship right then and there. You didn't like it. I hate. You don't like training sequences. I hate I hate mentor-student conversation throughout a fight. I hate when they're constantly yeah. having a conversation through a fight, mm-hmm. through, a, through a sparring. And uh, I thought it was, you know, there's so the movie kind of starts off and, and, and Captain Marvel is having a dream, a nightmare. So she wakes up and she goes over to Jude Law's room uh-huh. to uh, to see if he wants to spar. And you know he 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 was surprised because he thought she was coming for the the. But 
that might be you reading that. Oh, uh, but well, he says it. He says, "I, I thought we were going to be scromping by now." But uh, th- 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 they go into that matrix conversation, fight shit, and it's just tiring. It just bored you. And then, of course, you know she's got power, but she doesn't know how to control it. You see, so she doesn't she doesn't have the the, the will and the patience to really use her use her powers wisely. That's his whole point. That's a, that's about time that happened in a superhero movie. <laughs> so he's the bad guy. So she's got like responsibility and powers. Yeah. So he turns out, out to be the bad guy. <laughs> um, and uh, I, what I thought there's a there's a part at the end when she they they have her confrontation. Anyway, she sends him back to space. And I thought that was a cute moment when she puts him in his little spaceship, and then she gives him she a little boot, little, little boost with her powers, like a little scoot. Yeah, see, I thought that was cute. I wrote that down. Yeah. I like the little power boost she gives. There's the no back, way back that's not ship. realistic. You can't hotwire a ship's ass. That's not true because, well, she's got those. Her powers are insane. Like she absorbs them from this something that that Benny well, made. I don't know. <laughs> 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 yep. Oh, Marvel. Um, Benning. They, so there's a crash. There's a crash in this where that that Brie Larson's piloting this uh, plane with Annette Benning in back, who happens to be an alien. She doesn't know this. Has designed some uh, war-ending technology that these aliens are after, and um, uh, they crash. And Annette Benning, who is hurt and bleeding blue blood, that's how Brie Larson knows she's an alien. And a big Tom Selleck fan. Uh, Nat Benning tells Captain Marvel to get out. It's not Captain Marvel yet. tells Brie Larson's character, Carol Danvers, to get out of there. She says, skedaddle. Yeah. I love that word. Yeah. That's a cute word. And I'm very happy to see it show up in this film. What about you? Were you excited? Yeah, it's fine. Were you think it was a little much that everybody in the audience stood up and cheered when they heard that word? It wasn't too much. Um, What was too much was when they cheered when fucking Stan Lee showed up. Come on. You don't like that? No. This movie pays at the beginning pays a tribute to the, the normal Marvel like comics uh, moment where they're flipping through the comic book pages. It's kind of been replaced, I think, uh, by a lot of footage from Sam Stan Lee from those movies. And Nick, he's cold hearted. He's a mean person. You didn't like it. You said you said you you booed. <laughs> I did you not booed. boo. I flipped, the, I flipped the screen off and and and. Went on eBay and sold all my Stripperella shit while we were sitting there. You did. Everybody's clapping, and Nick turned to me and you said something. You you you. Okay, so everybody is clapping because it says "Thank you, Stan," and everybody's clapping. And Nick turns to me and says, "They spelled Satan wrong." <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. I don't like him. I don't like him. I mean, he's been responsible for so much joy for me. Yeah, but I don't like him. But you like to imitate his voice. Yeah. He does a cameo in this. Yeah, he does. Sounded like they had to dub I his voice. I thought it was kind of weird. For well, me. I think they had to dub his voice. As, as weird to see the autopsy. <laughs> oh. So she says skedaddle. Do <laughs> um, you think that's an appropriate word to, to say at a crash site? Cons- considering. Increase skedaddle means finger yourself in public. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) 
<coughs> okay, so uh, we talked earlier about her putting on a nine inch nail shirt. She steals a motorcycle. Right. Pulls a Terminator. Pulls a Terminator. Definitely. Takes the motorcycle, takes clothes. Um, yep. Because yep. there's this awful scene where she comes out of, a, I think, a train or something, and all the extras have to walk past her and steal a glance at her because she's wearing her space cosmic sh- of course, clothing. It's, it's a little weird outfit, yep. If you guys want to see bad extras, that sequence where there's a crowd shot, everybody has to steal a quick glance of her mm-hmm. in her weird, wicked clothes, bad work. That might, you might have some friends in that scene because there was that was filmed here, right? I don't in Atlanta? Give a shit. They're extras. Well, Gray does, or our friend Gray does extra work. My friend Andy's. Yeah, Maybe I, I hope they're not in that scene. Well, but I guarantee you, if I introduce Gray to someone, say, "Here's my friend who's an extra." No, say, "Here's a here's a good person who makes mistakes by being an extra." Um, but I mean, I, I thought, let me just say this. If either of those people are in that scene, I love them. That was a great, those, they did great work. It was filmed in Louisiana. If they were not in that scene, those people were fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> ta- ta- preach, testify. Okay. So she, she, uh, where does she keep her spacesuit throughout the rest of the movie? Cause she puts it back on later on. It's a cool suit. Okay. Where did she colors. hide? Where she hide it? Hmm? Where did she hide that suit? While she 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 steals she steals a bike. She st- she steals clothes. No backpack. No spacesuit carrying case. Where is that shit kept? Huh? Where does she keep it? For us, it shows up later on in the movie. What? Her spacesuit. Huh? <laughs> I think it's like one of those things that she they probably she folds it like into a tiny thing. It probably like presses the button and it can just fit into her like pocket. Yeah, or somewhere else. Her yep. earlobe, her ear canal, someplace. Her bum. I. You're talking a lot about best, her butt. Uh, and then you mentioned the dumbest scene in the movie, when they have to come up with her color scheme. Oh, I liked it. That's the worst scene in the movie. Why? Well, I kind of, I, kind of, I like that scene. Did you look at the way they're just like mashing shit on her wrist? It's fun. It was stupid. I like fun stuff like that in movies. It's like, oh, let's let's create, let's create a, let's create the, the hero, the the big moment. She has to where change her design look. their costume. Well, she has to change her her space look because it's it's aligned with the the people that she now is realizes that were against her or bad that were deceiving her. So she she asked the little girl to help her change the outfit, uh, her outfit, the color because it can change colors. And I bet I wonder if they the stuff that they were changing to were like callouts to the comic or something, you know, different colors. Certainly, the last one is. That's her. That's Captain Marvel's colors. It's ridiculous. The red and the blue. It's ridiculous. It's so stupid. It's Why so would you get mad at something like that? It's, it's fine. It reeks of somebody who's never read a comic before writing a movie. Well, I think Marvel. Let's have a hero moment for the girl and her and her finger. It's like there's. It's just fun. enough of that. Is there enough of that? <laughs> She's got like this. There's no. There's no color wheel. It's just mushy. It's, it's user friendly. It's stupid. It's user friendly. It's one of the dumbest things I've ever and seen. And plus, that girl's talented. She was going to grow up to be a a fashion designer. That's what they were alluding to in that scene. Well, you know, what she almost was going to grow up to be huh? an orphan. Because <laughs> what mom. an idiot! She sends her mother into space in a in an experimental ship with strangers. She begs her mom to go to She's space. Like, I don't have a father. Must, well, eh, let's make it. Let's make it a clean sweep. Yeah. Who needs fucking folks? I know why. Because what you don't see, in, and if you watch, mm-hmm. stay and watch the director's cut, yeah, which runs after the credits. Oh, yeah. They they go up into space, and she calls you know, she calls a whole bunch of people over. They throw a massive meth party. 
shit in the streets, fist fighting, drugs, double anal, like it's a cats. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's marble. Double anal cats. <laughs> I hope. Yes. Anyway, there's a weightless cat in this. Awful CG. You're such a piece. Of, what are you talking about? Awful CG. It's fine. <laughs> Crumudgeon. Here's like a YouTube guy. Like uh, one of those people going. No, those are successful. They'll go to YouTube. No, got a hot. Like that's kind of what we're doing, but they're going to YouTube and people will actually watch it. Yeah. And they'll be like, the cat stuff in this is just fucking annoying. This movie is terrible, but the cat stuff is shit. You know, those get they'll just rake everything over the coals, but then they'll like like they like they like Clark Clark Ray. You know what I love about the movie? The color. Yeah. The space colors and the stardust and the little yeah, it's very Guardians of the Galaxy like in that regard. And I like her her lit up body. <laughs> what? Oh, you mean like her? She gets all glowy. Yeah, well, the way her powers manifest. Yeah, yeah. I, I like, like her mohawk. Too. Yeah, her, her mohawk, mohawk helmet. The helmet. Yeah, it pretty... looked better in the movie than it does the trailer. I think it worked in the movie because in the trailer I thought it looked really kind of uh, CGI heavy and. Obviously, it wasn't really her mohawk. I know, but in the movie, it fits, and it fits with the with the space. Marvel does the. It, it's very much like Guardians, that space from Guardians, but not as crazy, I guess. Um, do you think they? Do you think the um, scene at the farmhouse uh, where she has a conversation with her, or a conversation with her friend while I like that conversation while uh, the other guy stands there just waiting, scroll. Just waiting for them to finish their, their little moment. I, I don't. I you, like. Did you hear the, the the soundtrack? What was going on incessantly forever without REM? No, cicadas forever unending. All right, throughout the whole scene. I I like um, cicadas a ninety '90s artist I forgot about. No, I uh, I like the stuff between her and her friend. I thought. I thought some of that stuff really worked. I liked. I liked the, the emotional moment her friend has talking about her coming back after thinking she was dead for six years um and i like the shot of them sh- when they show all the you know in her past like getting up from falling down i like that was that. great yeah, i like that stuff yeah i've seen a lot of army commercials too i know but you know what i'm saying i did yeah. like it it worked for me um also did i mention the cat at work no i oh, did neat. i okay. didn't mention that that didn't work for me um what are some other 90s stuff they could have put in to make it even more 90s? They, you said it was overt, but they could have even done it better. They could have just really jam-packed it full of stuff. Like, what are some 90s stuff that's just... Um, skinny uh, John Favreau. They did, First they, thing that comes to mind. They did try to, they did try to put them in, but they're not there yet. The tech, the technology's not there yet. Um, yeah, I guess that's the answer, right? <laughs> they had a lot of, you know, one thing they had a lot of was like pinball machines and arcade. Well, machines. they fucked up because that Space Invaders vi- pinball was one of my favorites, and they changed the design of the alien but to look like, more like the alien from the beginning of the movie. They had like centipede in there. Yeah, they did. And centipede's not a. I don't in the ni- mid nineties. I mean, were you playing centipede? That was that was uh, past its prime. It was. So I'm saying it's a hodgepodge, man. They 
It's like they're like, look, centipedes in here. Arcade cabinets were huge in the mid nineties. No, not really. No, that nobody was going to arcades in the mid nineties. Mm. Yep. Um, the people were playing pinball a lot in this. Like they showed, no, I mean, I mean, very rarely. Or not? Or at least they were showing a lot of pinball machines. That doesn't make sense to me. I mean, they were they were doing they were doing more Dave and Buster's type of dog shit by then. Yeah. She could have cra- Where else could she have crashed into that would have resonated more with you? A Boston market. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh That'd be great if in if this movie has sequels she crashes every she crashes into like a cliched like store from the year that the movie's in. Like so she crashes back down to earth and like Lane like a Lane Bryant and all the women point at her like Sutherland and invasion of the body snatches. <laughs> Skinny She crashes into like a circuit city. Oh yeah. Media well, play. Prices are state of the art, yep. Media play. I wish. I wish you brought that ship home. Crashes into I like a virgin hair place. <laughs> Music land. But yeah. Blockbuster. Um, Sam Goody. I wasn't happy to see Blockbuster again. It didn't. It it's, didn't. It's it's cheap nostalgia. I always hated Blockbuster. Now who's the curmudgeon? Well, here's the thing. I, Blockbuster. I've certainly you know that was like a staple. You used it a lot, but they just attack on late fees. Like it was just, I still am mad about it. I still, like, if you didn't get it in by like, remember like the morning or something, and eight oh one, they'd get a late fee on you. Yeah, well, there's rules. There's rules in place. Remember I like that. Yeah, I rent a lot from there though. Yeah, I mean, are you known for your punctuality though? I mean, for real, hmm. is that your thing? You're a renegade. You play tough. You better read some notes, bro. Mayday. <laughs> Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to go back towards the cinema. Like, well, some of the. Yes. So, um, two guys peek at a squirrel's dick in this movie. Squirrel's dick. Yeah, squirrel's dick. I think you said squirrel. Squirrel. They do, yeah. They and look at his cock. Yes. Under the sheet, and they give each other a knowing look. There's a look. dead squirrel. And it's not just two guys, it's Sam Jackson and. Lee. Lee uh, ben Mendelssohn. Yeah, Lee Turgeson. Um, they look at his dick under the covers. Yeah. <sighs> His dead dick because he is dead at that yeah. point. And then and then Ben Mendelsohn whispers a sweet nothing into his head and touches his face. A- after Sam Jackson Lee, you're talking about the yeah. corpse, not yeah. yeah. He does. He said he's sorry that he failed him because he's really at that point. Ben Mendelsohn is disguised as Sam Jackson's boss, but he really is a scroll. Um, but what they're trying to say there is that the those the scrolls are either hung or they're missing something down there that you <coughs> expect to see. What did you take away from it? I I I got I took away from it that they just want to know what kind of a fucking part they had down there. I don't think it was the size thing at all. You think it was like what do you, what what do they have? What are they packing down? There? I mean, just like any one of us, whenever you see something new, you want to know what their dick looks like. I think it seemed to be. I think Sam Jackson, and I, this is how good of an actor he is. The way he looked at Mendelssohn was like he's packing heat down there. It's yeah. nice. It's a, it's a nice one. Also from '95, Heat. Think so. Yeah. Uh, that came out the same year as what was the other movie we said? Oh, I was as a uh, Jade. Yeah. Heat and Jade came out the same year. The world wasn't big enough for both. <laughs> what do they only release four letter words that year? Uh, movie <laughs> titles. Only what they they had room for four letter worded movie titles. So Marvel. It's an origin story. 
Mm-hmm. They do. They go through a lot of the paint. They paint a lot of the numbers together. There, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Paint a lot of the numbers. They paint. It's, it's a. It's a paint by numbers movie, but it's kind of good. I liked it. It doesn't have any giant moments. I mean, Sam Jackson's tall. It feels a little safe, though. They try to make you really like. They try to make the the the, the Renaissance of Coulson a big deal. On sort camera. of. Not really. He's just there. He did, what do you mean? Coulson's in it. <laughs> you did say spoiler. Um, we're providing no insight. Let's let's let's, let's figure out what we're gonna let's let's really dig deep here. Did I mention there was a cat in uh, in the office? <laughs> it's hard to do these kind of movies. I know because it's kind of just fun. There's no little moments. It's well, all, there's no history. It's focus group to its to the nth degree. To his knees. Safe no, as fuck. There's no um. There's no history to them yet. It hasn't had a chance to have its life. Yet. Does it bother you that that she's completely? There's not a lot of emotion to her. I mean, she has a lot of emotion. She's very um. It, I think so. She's very um. She's. Not a whole, she doesn't she doesn't feel like a whole human being and as she starts to piece together what her life was. Oh, you're talking about Captain Marvel. Who are you no, the cat's about? a female. <laughs> There's not a lot of emotion to it. By the way, the cat. Do they use the joke too many times? I think it, I think it was nicely incorporated. All right, I'm just gonna be okay. So basically, you're gonna disagree. You're just an easy mark, and I'm too hard. You just I just liked it a little bit more than you. I think I like the cat stuff. That's fun to me. It's cute. I just it's like cute. cats. I like looking at the I cat in its normal form. I don't need it to sprout tentacles. Not from its mouth. Yeah. And there's two post-credit sequences. There is. Yeah, there are. Yeah. And one I, of them. One of a liar. Yeah. One. Well, you. I wanted to leave, and you said that we got to stick it out because there's probably a funny one coming up, and you were right. Except it wasn't funny. That no, was fine. It's a cat vomiting. I thought it would have been better if the cat vomited the digested remains of one of the people it ate. <laughs> All over the desk. And then you get to see that scroll dick. <laughs> I think they should have had a close-up on the cat's crotch. Because I, I was confused. Was it a male or female? Well, the, yeah, see when the... Oh, by the way, the most pleasant, the most readily accepted eye loss in film history. I thought that was going to be a big moment. It really didn't. End you up knew being that a, they were going to have the origin story of his lost eye. Yeah, well, they can't, it's like almost like uh, it reminded me of Hot Tub Time Machine. Do you remember this movie? <laughs> I, I yeah, I've seen it. I can't believe you bring it up. I wasn't prepared to talk about it. Do you feel betrayed? <laughs> so in the movie, is uh, that it, because there's Clark, Greg, and then Clark, other Clark in that movie? What is that guy's name? Clark, Clark Hare. Yes, that's a Clark. But you're right, Clark. Um, no, in the movie, Crispin Glover's in the present day. He's missing an arm. When they go back in time, he works at the hotel. When they go back in time, he has both his arms. And so the whole, and they know that he lost it somehow during that when they go back in time. Yeah. I guess, so they wait the whole time to see how he loses his arm. Like what I think what it is is he has both arms. They can't believe it because they didn't know. Yeah, and there's they keep having moments where it's supposed where, to happen. He, yes, that, yeah, yeah, and it keeps not happening. Yeah, and how does he lose it? I can't remember, but oh, a cat scratches it. Um, but he, uh, I thought they they were kind of doing that in this movie, where you're just kind of waiting for um, it to. They they did a couple jokes where he gets his hurt, eye hurt. Yeah, and, you know, 
but I thought it was going to be shish kebabbed. Like, I think someone was going to come in and pluck it out with a sword or something yeah. like Ronan. They should have made a graphic. Or I thought maybe that's what a squirrel dick, like when you look <laughs> at it, it goes right into your into your face hole. Or what about, what if they could have, like, had Vinnie Jones come in as the guy from Midnight Meat Train? Yeah. And punch one of his eyes out. Yep. Or I think it'd be funny if uh, uh, he, 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 he accidentally sleeps it out. Mm-hmm. That's well. That's just too. That's the nightmare. <laughs> sleeps it out. He sleeps it out. Like he, yeah. like he's he's falls asleep on his face, and he, and he his, he's he rubs it on the pillow at night, and it rubs his eye gets ripped out. Yeah, they, they I think they could have come up with a better way for him to lose his eye. It, it's cute that he lost his eye from the cat, but I even when the cat scratched him, I didn't think he's gonna lose his eye. Yeah. Did you? Oh yeah. He he said he was fine. The yeah, next thing you know, he's got like a. It's a little, a little um, um, Zeus-like. Thor's dad. Is it, Thor's dad Zeus? Who's his dad? Odin. Uh, not, not Zeus. Odin. Odin. Odin wears kind of a similar, you know, a, a higher budget iPad. Yeah, yeah. I never did. There is there ever a scene between uh, Nick Fury and Odin when they're talking about their missing eye? No, no. They, that's a missed opportunity. I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, he's got a cat at work. <laughs> How do you feel about that? What's your... Where does it rank? In the in the Captain Marvel movies? Yeah. Now, where does it rank amongst all of them? Yeah. I don't know yet. Lower tier. You think? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Like, m- name some of your top ones and I'll see Although there is... Stanley is dead in it. <laughs> Damn it! Name some of your top ones, and I'll see. I'll think. I'll see if this one's better, in my opinion, than the ones that you are top top ranked ones. Iron Man better. <laughs> no, let's go ahead. Avengers. Okay, those are your top five. I, that's two movies. It's not better than either of those. I don't think. Plus, both. You know, it's not. It's see. I there are people. I people hate. The Captain America movies. All right. That's foolhardy. I might like it, but I don't love the first Captain America movie. I might like this more. I don't know. I I do appreciate it, though. I, I think the first five movies in the Marvel Universe almost get a pass because of all the, all the gr- foundation work they were doing. Right. I just feel like there's less reasons for the movies to be, to be flawed at this stage of the game because they really have nothing in their way. There's no reason for anything to be less than utterly polished, very funny, very well made. They're just Well, I think a movie like this doesn't take as many chances, for example, as a movie like... Uh, I think Avengers Age of Ultron is a movie that takes a lot of chances. It doesn't necessarily work all the time. But I like that. because I like a lot of that movie. Um this movie isn't as fun as that. It doesn't have as, doesn't take as many shots, but it doesn't need to. Um, it's not really setting up the entire second half of like yeah, Ultron setting up so much stuff that comes afterwards. This one is oh man, he, all of Quicksilver stuff is set up for this. This one is just introducing a character, like she's introducing a new character to to the the Marvel universe. You know, for Marvel going movie she's going their universe. Superman, I guess. Pretty she much. reminded me of Superman for sure. Like the shots. Like the shots at the end when she's like looking down on Earth in space and she's kind of like basking in it, that's definitely a Superman yep. type type thing. But I mean, is that how she's established in the comics as well? Who the fuck knows? 
What can you tell me? It's some she's some space asshole. Yeah. She's flying around a lot. Like at the beginning, she wasn't flying around. At the end of the movie, she's flying around all the time. She unlocks her fucking hidden passage. She's like the greatest American hero. She flies ass with the with the rule book. Yeah, she flies ass, and she's got some new powers. God knows, next movie she's probably have a wrench that comes out. <laughs> um. So I expect them if they and they will make a sequel to this. I imagine, um, it'll be more fun. This one is certainly a lot of setup. Um, but I think a lot of it works. I like it. I like the pairing of her and, and Sam Jackson. Uh, I, I don't want to. You're tired of Sam Jackson. I'm super tired of Nick yeah. Fury. He's he's gone right after this, probably. He, Let me. Okay, let's think. Would he ever say no to anything? <laughs> no. I'm just I'm just saying that you know that they're gonna. F- My luck is that he's gonna be the connective tissue until 240 years from now. Somehow Sam Jackson's gonna still be showing up. I just think that you know, this, since they're gonna, they're really, they're gonna start bringing the X Men in. They're gonna start doing all sorts of new stuff, Can't new wait. characters. Um, you know, they'll tie in better to the TV shows, so they'll have that kind of groundwork. You know, different. You know, it's so. Uh, but I think they're gonna lose a lot of the people that are in it now. Obviously, at least the originals. I don't think I can't, and so I think I'd, I'd consider Sam Jackson to be one of the originals. So. Not necessarily, like obviously. I think it's a. It, I think it's more heavily weighted towards who, who needs it. Do you think Sam Jackson ever thought maybe he'd get his own standalone film? I bet he did. Oh yeah. Would you? This is as close as you could beg for. I think it could have worked. Hasselhoff got his own Nick Fury show on TV. I don't think. They're, Nick they're, Clark, Nick I, Fury I don't know maybe. how they're going to try to make Scar- uh, Scarlet Witch interesting. She's a nightmare. Her powers are also huge, though. She's an awkward thing. Scarlet Witch? The actress. She's great. Elizabeth She's Olsen? Awful. She is not. I like her movies. She's awful. She's she, not awful. She's a weird presence. <sighs> Why don't you like her? They, as well, uh, I think that's the, the one of the only missteps in casting in the, in the entire saga. Is her... And there was one other. I was thinking about this recently. That what that, other female are you thinking of? It's not a female. It was one yeah, of the right. Because because uh, what other what other woman are you thinking of? Because that's you know you're gonna say it, and then now you're not. But you were. You jerk, <laughs> meanie. <laughs> so you don't like her. Who else don't you like? I just think the character is is. I, I just don't. It cheapens a pretty good comic book arc the this vision of the scarlet witch miniseries was beloved i love that thing okay she's i just don't think they nailed it at all and i mean the character it well you know who they really wanted first uh, f- first and foremost for that right you know yeah. who whedon wanted yeah who donald glover he wanted saoirse ronan oh god that'd be great and saoirse turned him down i think well her and paul bettany is a weird couple saoirse well well, sure she would have, she's she's great. She would have made it work. Although she, she would have been pretty young. On, she's probably still a teenager when the Ultron came out. She's only 23, I think. Sersha. Although he's brand new. I mean, he's only been around weeks in that storyline, so mm-hmm. he's not robbing any cradles. He's um, She is. I like Scarlet Wish in the movies, but she's not. Obviously, she didn't get a lot of stuff to do. Maybe the TV show, maybe you'll love it. Nope. Not going to watch it. No, not unless they recast her with a man. <laughs> wow. 
I'm trying to think of the other miscast. There's another one that I, I just so... Our podcast might be miscast. I'm going to have to edit my shit away. <laughs> You're going to listen to this and go, well, maybe someone will have a good podcast about Captain Marvel. But ours will be like among the first. <laughs> As the internet has proven, first doesn't mean shit. We talking Marvel. Talking Cat. talking Captain Marvel today. It's 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 the movie's fault, not ours. Well, it could have been. I think it is our fault a little bit because we didn't get energetic enough about it. We could have started off being like, oh, guys, we just saw Captain Marvel. We're so excited. This hey, movie- we're standing outside of Captain Marvel. <laughs> guys, Captain Marvel's here. We've seen it. We got the word for you guys. But first, let's talk a little bit about what we've been up to lately. Uh, Nick. I, have you been watching Speechless on ABC? Oh my god, I came all over myself this morning. It's sticky as shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would probably be more like other podcasts, actually. Yo, no, yo, no, this is, I'm standing outside of the, the Grommets Chinese Theater with the lines already forming for Captain Marvel. <laughs> I heard there's a cat in the office in this. That's one spoiler I heard already. How do you think this compares to Michael Clayton? <laughs> <laughs> So we have a new little subplot thing we're do gonna we? do here. Um, we're gonna take our, our our chosen movie and throw it into the into the monkey wrench and see what happens. So if you were trapped on a desert island, okay, stranded, I think is the. I don't think they. Why is uh, this jigsaw there? <laughs> is jigsaw on this desert island? Are don't, you are don't you trapped? Get me, don't get me excited. Are you, are you trapped? Is There's, there? Can you imagine being on an island with Tobin <laughs> Bell? <laughs> God damn! What a- you imagine you were you're like stranded on a desert island, and you're like, God, what a nightmare! I'm alone forever. And then you wake up, and your face is in a cage. Jigsaw <laughs> crash landed on an island, also stranded there. And instead of working with you, he traps you. Traps you. What a double dip of horror. Well, no, you first you, you go on the Sailing with Jigsaw theme cruise. <laughs> the horrible, horrible ca- tragedy. You survive. You make it to the land. The only other survivor, which you discover days later, is Jigsaw himself. And he's brought his traps. You know, it would be great. It's like, you know, he's the clean- building them out of coconuts. <laughs> Building traps out of, he's building traps out of palm tree, detritus, coral. <laughs> he's making uh he finds a beach ball volleyball or a volleyball, like a beach bunny or whatever the volleyball he he tries to paint that little puppet face I on it. I was about to say <laughs> he fucking kills a toucan and uses its blood to paint the puppet. <laughs> that would be a double whammy, wouldn't it? Only two people on the island, yeah. and he's just trapping you. And you're such an idiot. You you paid for the Jigsaw theme cruise. You know the story. But when you see this guy laying on the ground for three days, you don't realize it's Jigsaw? He's like a, he's like a washed up like, uh, yeah, he's like a, a corpse yeah. from the boat. It's obviously Tobin Bell. And you're like, oh, well, I'll deal with that later. Oh, man. man yeah. So anyway, he's stranded on the island. Yeah. So if you're stranded on an island, mm-hmm. um, what is the one thing from Captain Marvel you would you would want with you? 
and they don't say something to escape with. I'm saying like either a piece of the movie's memorabilia or a, a, a scene from the movie or something anecdotal like something that. Something I treasure? Yeah. Can I bring the friendship between the yeah. Captain Marvel and her? Yeah. Co- her front? No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, what would I bring? Maybe I'd bring the cat. Yeah? Because a cat. The whole thing's a litter box. Could help. Could it, well, first of all, the cat is very friendly to nice people, but he eats bad things. Mm-hmm. And so I could use that on an island where there's terrifying creatures, right? Yeah. So I'd probably bring that cat. That's good. I would, I would take the uh, tray of eyeballs. That Sam Jackson is. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that should have been the poster. <laughs> they gave Nick and I um some swag today. Yeah. yeah. What did? What is it? A little pin? Yeah, a little Captain Marvel pin. Mm-hmm. Did you? And you? Are you wearing yours? Or? No. It's gonna be worth some money. It's cheap as shit. It's a lapel pin. It's got her, her insignia on it, which they didn't really make that big a deal of. It's got movie. and it's got in Latin. It's got her colors. It's got the film's motto in Latin. What? Suck a dick. 